0: On January 6, 2018, my husband and I sat in the hospital triage as doctors filled the room. They were trying to figure out what was going on with our two-year-old Samantha Grace. Her vitals were crashing. They couldn't figure out what was going on. For the past week, she had been sick and just wasn't getting better. By the time that we got to the hospital, she was sleeping for 22 hours a day, couldn't walk, and wasn't responding to us anymore. So we got there, and the head doctor wanted to perform more tests and uh, decided that we needed to put her into a medically induced coma. So then, as you can imagine, my husband and I sat over our two-year-old, and we simultaneously prayed and cried and sang to her as she went to sleep. And in that moment, I heard John 1135 running through my head. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus wept, and in that moment, I was trying to sing Jesus Loves Me, and like that, that verse was just filling my mind, and I was trying to focus. I was like, just a second, Jesus, I'll get to you in just a second. Just hang on. I've got this going on, but it kept going over and over and over. Jesus wept, so they successfully intubated her and moved her up to pick you. That next day on Sunday, we were a complete mess, as you can imagine. The adrenaline started to wear down. We saw her laying on the bed covered with all these tubes and wires. And that Sunday, I just was a mess in trying to wrestle through infant salvation. Like my theology goes only so far. And I started to wrestle with the Lord. What happens even if and even when? Sunday night, um, my husband went home to be with our other three kids, and I stayed. I I was trying to just calm down and come to a place of peace, given the insane situation that was happening, and all of a sudden, I hear the machine start beeping. Nurses and doctors flooded the room, and I saw blood in her breathing tube. I don't need to be a doctor to know that that's not good, so called my husband, told him to come to the hospital and to drive safely, which he did. And as we got there, our pastor arrived and friends arrived and the doctors were working on her and it was complete chaos. But I just laid on the floor and cried out to God and said, Lord, this is my faith. I give it to you. Save her. I know you have the ability and I'm begging you to. I'm begging you to change your mind because this is not looking good. And so the machines kept beeping. Her vitals were stable but low, and we dared to hope. So in the early hours of Monday morning, we were exhausted. We had been praying. We had been worshiping with tears running down our face. And we were daring to hope that this would be okay. I then laid down and experienced what I can only describe as a vision. I watched what happened earlier. The events unfolded, but my perspective had shifted. I watched everything happen. I saw me laying on the floor crying and weeping and begging God to change his mind. I saw Sam laid out. I saw the doctors working on her. And all of a sudden, I saw her outside of her body. I know. (laughs) I know. And she looked at me laying on the ground and went, Mom? 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 But all of the sudden, as she turned, I saw this hand come around her and she looked up and had this deep inhale and this huge smile on on her face. The only word that I can use to describe it is satisfied. She was no longer concerned about mom. She was no longer concerned about what on earth was happening, but she was completely enraptured and joyful. So I woke up, and we all were like, what just happened? (laughs) Because I should clarify, this is not something that usually happens. We don't wake up for breakfast and say, hey, what vision did you have last night? Because I had this other one. That's not something that normally happens. So I shared it with everyone in the room. We processed it and filtered it through the gospel, considering is this in line with the Lord's character? Is anything out of line with this? And in the moment, we thought, well, Sammy's just chilling with Jesus. Okay, you know, we didn't see her go into the white light or ever, so there's still a chance. So Monday happens. We then, the rest of the day, the doctors decided to take it easy because of the event that happened that Sunday night. So, all Monday, we continued through, the adrenaline somehow leveled out. And Monday night, we went to sleep in the same hospital room a couple feet from Sammy and just said, Lord, let us just have a peaceful night, nothing like last night. So, we went to sleep, and in the middle of the night, I just woke up and felt this intense need to pray. So I stood at the foot of her bed and in full-on warrior mode, prayed over her. I prayed over the room. I prayed over Devin, myself, our marriage, all of the doctors, all of the nurses. Anyone who was in that hospital got prayed for that night. And so after a while, felt at peace and decided to go back to sleep. Didn't really think much of it. So Tuesday during the day, we had so many people coming in to, um, to pray with us and worship with us that there's just not enough time to share what all God has done. There's just not enough time. But that afternoon, I got a text from a friend right over there who said that she had this vision of the spiritual battle taking place in our room and that Jesus himself had to be involved And it was just confirmation that that night, you know, I had had this experience that I needed to pray, and there was the confirmation. I then got another text from another friend that said that as she was praying, she had this intense vision of two angels on either side of her bed. Yet again, friends, this is not normal in our normal texting relationship. That's not something I would send. That's not something they would send. And so... We knew going into Wednesday that it would be a hard day. The doctors were questioning um, how Sammy was doing because she wasn't responding to basic neurological tests. So we knew the big test was on Wednesday. So we prayed, we put on our battle armor, and we, we tackled Wednesday. Wednesday morning, we got a text from my mother-in-law who was staying with our kids that our, at the time, three-year-old had come running down the stairs and said, Mom, or Grandma, I had this dream about a little girl who was asleep, and she was coloring, but her mom told her to wake up, and she did. So we had not told Katie what was going on. We told her that Sammy was sick and was in the hospital, but she had no idea what was going on. We didn't feel that it was appropriate at the time. So I got that text and immediately stood up. I chucked my phone on the ground and stood I was like, Sam, wake up! Because at that point, they had already removed all the paralytics. We were waiting for her to wake up, hoping she would wake up. So I got that text and thought, okay, here we go. Y'all do what you need to do, doctors. But we know God's got this on lockdown. I've read the stories. I know how this is going to go. So... Wednesday afternoon rolls around, all of the doctors ran all of their tests, they tried everything, and Sammy failed every single one. And I sat there and was so confused, because that's not what I'm familiar with. I just read about Jairus' daughter that Jesus raised from the dead. And I read about Lazarus, who was raised from the dead. And I thought, Lord, think about all of the ways that you could use this story if you raise her up when everyone thinks that she's dead. So the doctor said, we'll let you talk, and we'll um, we'll leave the room. And so I looked at Dev, and I'm like, what is the problem here? Because medically speaking, she was brain dead. So he grabbed my hands, and he said, babe, You know, among all of the spiritual gifts lifted, you know, there's people who can have visions, people can serve, people can teach. There's so many different spiritual gifts. And he said, I think that mine is um, to be able to relate what happened. He said, Sunday night, you saw Jesus come and get Sam. What a gift. You then prayed for our girl amongst the spiritual battle, and someone witnessed that and confirmed that. We then saw two angels in that room, one for you and one for me. And this morning, Katie saw or had a dream about a little girl who would wake up, and she didn't know her name, but she goes, he, he, she knows Sam. That's not Sam. That's someone else who's going to wake up and know Christ because of this. And that's when it all clicked. That's when I accepted, yeah, it's okay, she's already home. And my, my hope shifted. My hope for a very realistic waking up from the dead transformed that she's already there. She's already home. She can't, nothing can hurt her now. And I accepted that hope. And then um, as we said our goodbyes, I, I laid next to her body. And I, I asked for one more miracle. And I said, God, please use this. Use my tears. Use my pain. Would you use this for your glory? Don't waste any of my tears. Please use this. And again, there's not enough time to share what he has done. That I have seen strength or I have seen faith strengthened. I've seen people come to call Jesus their Savior because Sammy died. And you know, so many people would ask, why tell this story? You know, from a worldly perspective, it has a really bad ending. But as I look at the situation, I say, oh, no, God is still good. He is still near. As we tackle this mountain of grief, we are not alone. And when I think that in 5 million years, when I'm sitting next to Sam under her favorite rainbow and unicorn or whatever, I don't know the theology on that, I'm just being honest with you. As we sit there and she points out all the people, hey, Mom, see that person over there? They believed God a little bit more because I died. And that person over there, yeah, they learned to pray. They saw the value in it. That person got connected in a church because they saw how the body of Christ came together and loved you guys when it was so hard. And mom, that person over there, they came to know Jesus, and they're here with us now because they dared to believe. And so when the world asks me, is God still good? I answer, oh, yeah. He's still good. Thank you.